Hi, my name is Heather Porter, and I'd like to welcome you to my podcast, Animisma, All Things Inspirited. This podcast seeks to offer you a journey home, home to the wisdom of your ancestors, whose face you wear and whose knowing is encoded in your bones, home to your true self, who you were before the passage of this human life offered you its distractions or placed upon you its obligations, expectations and challenges, or perhaps deeply conditioned and wounded you. Animisma is a journey home to who you were born to be, a sovereign, complete child of the universe, that is, a whole, healthy, and well human. This journey home to our magnificent, beautiful true selves provides us with an opportunity to be at peace with whoever we are at this moment, in this time. It is an honorable endeavor and allows us to connect more presently and more deeply with the waters, lands, plants, spirits, and people we share space with. My heart hope is that as you join me on these journeys and explorations, your true self is gently revealed to you in all its grace and in revealing itself to you serves as your own soul compass, a guide providing you with an opportunity to discover what it feels like to walk deeply and beautifully aligned with the exquisite and resilient core of your being. It is my belief that the path of self-discovery is the path of integrity and therefore does not deny your shadow, your pain, or your hidden or wounded parts, but welcomes them forward in service of revealing to you the deepest work that needs to be addressed. I believe it is your birthright to be whole, complete, unburdened, and free. Many today feel we are living in a time of forgetting and a time of confusion, but there are still people who seek to remember, people who seek to share the sacred in our everyday lives, people who believe that everything around us is inspirited, and who seek to offer ways of connecting deeply and authentically with the untamed beauty and wildness of our hearts and the magnificence of our shared world. These people seek honorable connections to the lands they live on, the waters they swim in, and the winds that surround them. They seek to learn the wisdom of the myriad beings that we share this precious life with, and they seek to honor the wisdom of their ancestors, be they from bloodlines, that is blood relatives, spirit lines, that is the ancestry of your spirit or soul, or milk lines, that is the lines that have nourished you, though aren't related to you, such as chosen family, teachers, authors, step-parents, etc., I am one of those seekers, and animisma is my offering as a journey home to your own wise and magnificent heartlight, and I offer this as a bridge of authentic spiritual connection, offered with honor, and offered in peace. Welcome to animisma, all things inspirited. I'm thrilled that you're here. Welcome, dear ones, dear hearts. Welcome to the seventh festival, the autumnal equinox. Today I would like to offer you a little respite from the world, a moment just for yourself where you can reflect upon and honor this most beautiful of festivals. This is the second of the three harvest festivals, preceded by Lunasa and followed by Samhain. This is the festival of the Horn of Plenty, the Cornucopia, where we are invited to gather and connect and enjoy the fruits of our labor. Modern pagans also refer to today as Mabon or Mabon. The celebration of Mabon 
is very, very new and was coined by the American author Aidan Kelly when he was developing a pagan calendar in the early 1970s as a reference to Mabon Ap Modron, a character from Welsh mythology. Given the popularity of the name, I thought I might begin this autumnal equinox with a little history. Of course, take from it what you will. As you well know, I only offer glimpses into the annals of these Brythonic tales. Mabin was the son of Modron. I'll do that again. Mabin was the son of Modron, an earth goddess, and his name means the child or son of light. Also, son of the mother, that is, Mother Earth. Modron is sometimes referred to as the primordial Celtic triple goddess. His father is contested and frequently regarded as unknown. So Mabon is considered to be a result of the union of that which is seen and that which is unseen. As with so much of the Celtic mystery living betwixt and between, and at dawn and at dusk, Mabon is said to have been so bright he was considered of the Fae. One of the earliest direct references to Mabon that is known is from the 10th century poem Pagur, poem 31 of the Black Book of Carmarthen, in which Arthur recounts the feats and achievements of his knights so as to gain entrance to a fortress guarded by, and you must excuse me for my Welsh pronunciation, Glwllhiwd Gafelfor, the eponymous porter. My namesake is Porter, and its coat of arms includes a portcullis, the large vertical gate of a walled town or city. It's an occupational name for the gatekeeper or the doorkeeper of a great house, castle, or monastery. As I have explored my ancestry in the etheric and deepened my understanding of the name that was assigned to me at birth in this lifetime, I have better understood myself. I do consider myself in part a gatekeeper and a guardian, a protector of the inner and the outer realms, a guardian of the earth and a guardian of all that is beautiful and that is true. Heather, the flower, is sometimes considered a portal to the realms of the Fae. Perhaps myself and all who hold my full namesake, for my name, Heather Porter, is reasonably common, incarnated into this life to be the keepers of the passages to the realms of the Fae. Stolen from his mother at three nights old, some say three years old, Marvin disappeared for many years, uncountable years, held captive in the underworld, which also happened to be the realms of the Fae, held in the realm of Modron's womb, the story goes that King Arthur and his cousin, Welsh hero Kiloch, searched for him, finally discovering and rescuing him from Gloucester Castle. By the time they released him from his enchanted imprisonment, Marvin was the eldest of all living creatures. Marvin is a paradox, the youngest and oldest of all souls.
While we're on the subject of gods, I'd like to take a moment to reflect on another god who is represented at this time, an old god, Mananan Machlir, the sun, sometimes ruler and god of the sea. Mananan is revered across the Celtic Isles and is a member of the Tua de Danan. He is also ruler of the underworld. Mananan also happens to be the foster father of Lu, who we reviewed during the last podcast, Lunasa, the first of the harvest festivals. According to the grove of Mananan Machlir, Order of the Bards, Ovates, and Druids, the gods of this autumnal equinox have matured and reflect the unity of feminine and masculine as they have incorporated and integrated all of the polarities within themselves. They exist in a balanced way, both in the inner world and this material world, and they incorporate all of the archetypal energies which we have been exposed to in the seven previous seasons of the Celtic year. For many, this season, the autumnal equinox, is the culmination of the Celtic Wheel of the Year, and as such is the most whole and most complete of the seasons. Mananan Maklir is perceived as a loving, protective, and magical male, one of the gods who love, nurture, and protect the earth, its trees and creatures and peoples. The divine nature of his masculinity beautifully incorporates the anima or feminine into his nature in perfect balance. Based on this balance and his rulership of the sea, and as this is the season of the element of water, we honor Mananan Machlir at this time, as we honor the time of the holy chalice, the holy grail. Water is a critical element that we will incorporate into our contemplation a little later on. The autumnal equinox always feels to me like a huge outwards breath, a sigh of relief from the harsh summer sun, a time for pause as the leaves change into their splendor of gold, orange, russet, and red. As ever, I was warmed to learn from Glennie Kindred that the autumnal equinox is represented by the double spiral. It represents the in-breath and the out-breath the point of balance between the worlds, the inner and the outer journey. Glennie says that this endless cycle of change brings renewal and new opportunities to explore and understand ourselves and the life we are creating. This is the second of the harvest festivals and whenever you begin your harvest is the starting point of this inner understanding. So as the light wanes, we honor the wheel of all creation and the harmony of death and birth, dark and light, cold and warm. As some grieve the loss of the warm days and long light, others welcome forward the cooler and darker times. Balance and harmony are primary themes of the equinoxes. And at this one, we honor our turn towards dark as we honored our turn towards the light way back when, during Ostara, the spring equinox. At this equinox, we can reflect and give thanks for all that was planted in the spring. And like the sap that is slowly moving from the leaves, through the branches, back to the trunk, 
and down to the roots in measured preparation for winter, so too are our summertime achievements. This is the beginning of the root energy and it brings rest, sleep and renewal. It is time for long-term planning and incubation. It is also a time to return within to your inner knowing. We now live in a time of great data or data of information upon interpretation upon opinion. I lovingly invite you to turn inward and listen to your quiet voices within the voices of your truth, your integrity. The autumnal equinox offers us a reflection on balance within and without. What is your truth? The truth behind the noise, the activation and the fear. The truth that lives deep within your heart and yearns for you to turn towards it and sit quietly at its table. So as the autumnal equinox turns us inward and prepares us for a new dream, we are called toward our upcoming winter contemplations and we are set in direction for the death of the year at Samhain. This celebration is a time for gratitude and sharing of the harvest. 2020 has been quite the year. If you happen to find yourself alone on this festival, I offer you my voice and my heart through the ether. Together, we can connect in gratitude and contemplation. I invite you to connect with the benevolent and compassionate spirits of the land that you are on, the spirits of the trees, the spirits of the sky. Ask them to join you and support you in knowing you are never, ever alone. The following was adapted by Akasha Ab Emrys for all of her friends and those of like mind. In honor of the ritual, I seek to speak the words as a meditation for you. In between each of the passages, I will offer a gentle rattle for contemplation of the passage spoken and the season shared. Let us begin by pouring a glass or bowl of water. Place it softly down in front of you. We honor the waters, the sacred chalices and wells, rich with wisdom, offering us connection to the rivers and seas, both within and without. If you don't happen to have a glass or bowl of water nearby, I invite you to see one in your mind. I will now pour water for all of us, this infinite, blessed, life-giving element is now offered all around our world. I now invite you to sit or lie down and gently move until you feel settled and comfortable. As you move, consider do you need a pillow or a blanket, perhaps an eye mask or a soothing scent? As you breathe, let your breath guide you softly into your body. Breathe in the cooling air of the season. Breathe out your sharp edges, the parts of you that are crisp from the heat of summer. And let your breath be an offering to the earth. As you breathe, Feel the earth below you, 
loving and supportive, infinite in her compassion, holding you in strength and in love. We humbly ask for the element of water to create a safe container for our contemplation today. In the material, we have a vessel holding you. In the etheric, we see ourselves on a small island in the center of a lake at sunset. The ground is soft and still warm from the day. We are surrounded by the protection of the lake. This is a sacred space. This is a holy space. We humbly invite towards us our trusted and benevolent guides and guardians. We humbly invite towards us our well and compassionate ancestors. We bow to you in honor and love and gratefully request your loving presence and protection as we honor the goddess and the god, the season and the wheel, the harvest and the heart. I honor thee, Autumn Queen, and thy consort, the god of the harvest. The wheel has once more turned and the change of season begins. What will be is what was will be the equinox is upon us and the time to reflect at hand all time comes together here and now in this sacred space and i but a moment in time feel the change as i pass from one season to the next the second harvest has been reaped and the time of rest is deserved. Go now, my mother, and slumber. Go now, my father, and dream of rebirth. I shall be here to greet thee on your return. As the wheel turns, the seasons pass and the years give way to the next. Guide me, most wise ones, lest I forget. Every beginning has an ending and every ending is a new beginning. As the days grow colder and the nights last longer, may I remember the summer past with sunlight fading and hearth inviting, my memories will warm my soul. From a season of hard work and play, I hear mother's voice calling me forward. While I rest, shall she lull me with songs of a dream, as close to her bosom I cling.
with memories of the summer lest I never forget and aspirings for the colder months to come, le least I never stop striving. I honor thee with this symbol of nature, this water, keeping it and thee in my home and heart that I may see it and pause to reflect on the ancient mysteries leading me to a better understanding of myself and of others and all that is life. Between the worlds, I sit in this sacred place. All time is here and now. As I leave the circle, the season shall have changed and I will have changed with it. May I use the short time of winter finding to draw the strength and power from within as I quest for vision, understanding and peace. is death and in death is life the sacred dance goes on and on from whence we came we shall return and come again seasons pass and pass again the circle stays unbroken heed the words of your child here through your wisdom I have spoken Once you feel ready and you are more than welcome to spend the rest of this podcast laying down or sitting quietly, take your vessel of water, your sacred chalice, and whisper into it an offering of gratitude for its protection and its care. When you can, lovingly return it to the earth. And if you happen to be by a river or a sea, lovingly return this water there offering your gratitude to the earth, river, or sea. And maybe offering your gratitude to Manan and Makhlir. Blessed be the season 
Blessed be the harvest. May you and all you hold dear reap an abundant harvest and be blessed by the cooling balance of the season. I wish you a beautiful, sacred, and peaceful second harvest festival. Special thanks today to Herne, Cardia, and Epona of Celtic Connections. She who speaks myth and reverence, Lisa Chamberlain, Glennie Kindred, and the Grove of Menan and Machlir of the Order of Bards, Ovates, and Druids. I'd like to also give special thanks to two of my dearest people, my soul brother, Derek Jones, and my soul sister, Nicole Dorish. Thank you both, as ever, for your inspiration, love, and support. As we close today, I invite you, as ever, to close your eyes, make conscious your breath, and feel the strength of the earth beneath you. Whether you are sitting, standing, or lying, whether you are outside or at the top of a high building, I invite you to meet and connect with the earth, and I humbly ask that you take a moment to hold space for an intentional, heart-forward acknowledgement of First Peoples and the spirits of the land. I invite you to speak the Indigenous First Peoples names of the land where you currently reside. I humbly acknowledge that this land, the land that I currently live and work on, the land that holds me while I record this podcast about Celtic Indigenous wisdom, is land that holds structures of law and maintains knowledge through oral traditions which have been practiced for thousands of generations by the Ute, Arapaho, and the Ocheti Shakawan or Seven Council Fires. I honor their law and their laws. I honor their strength, their wisdom, their customs, and their cultures. I honor their ancestors and their living children. And I honor their spirits and animal allies. I honor their love of the great Mother Earth. I am sorry for all that has passed, and I live as your humble ally and human sister who is, who is listening to you. I honor you. To you, my listener, wherever and whenever you are, whether you are here with me in 2020 or listening from the future, I honor the spirits of the land that you are on and the land that I am on, and I gratefully acknowledge all who come in spirit form to be of support, to provide guidance and wisdom, and to hold us while we connect with the spirit of the earth and her seasons through these beautiful festivals. Thank you. In closing, may all that we say and do today and always be for the benefit of all beings. May we walk with integrity, honor, and grace. May we welcome our shadow forward in service of revealing to us all that needs tending as we walk in human form. May we never forget the passage of our ancestors, human and otherwise, that brought us into being, and may we honor the wise and well ones for their guidance and their support. May we honor the descendants, all of our kin, and may we commit ourselves to guide them, love them, and resurrect the wild beauty of our shared home, this precious planet Earth. 
May we live our lives in safety, offered in service, guided by spirit. Thank you so dearly for joining me today. I look forward to connecting with you for Episode 7, Festival 8 of Season 1, Samhain, as we complete the Wheel of the Year, and for many, as they welcome in the New Year. You can learn more about this episode, the Celtic Wheel of the Year, find resources, and more about upcoming episodes at thepathofintegrity.com forward slash animisma. Animisma is brought to life by the magical Stephanie Halligan. You can learn more about her work at stephhalligan.com. This episode is lovingly dedicated to my beloved strawberries, Abby and Evie. Auntie Heather loves you forever. Thank you for taking the time today to listen. If you'd like to hear more, I invite you to subscribe and to share amongst your community. Email subscribers receive instructions prior to the podcast regarding offerings, rituals, ceremony, etc. And you can subscribe at thepathofintegrity.com forward slash subscribe.